co-host Alex Luby, and I'm joined by my fellow Weeb friends, Jonathan Semrau, Anthony Luby, and Luke Farnsworth. Gentlemen, how are you doing tonight? Absolutely splendid tonight. It is a great night for podcasting. I like to hear that. What about you two? Well, it's hot as shit outside, so um, the fact that we're sitting in this room with no fans can only mean one thing. The weebs are sweaty tonight. <laughs> Luke Farnsworth is my mom's name. You can just call me Luke. I use uh, formalities here, so last names are welcome. Oh, man. What'd you guys do this week? How was everybody's week? Oh, you know, I mean, like, most of the days, they just mesh together. I only really remember weekends. It was like Monday. I'm like, all right, I'm waking up. And then, like, boom, it's Friday night. I don't, I don't know what, what happened with the rest of the week. That's kind of how I am. Like, I'll go through work. It'll be Wednesday. I'm like, man, what did I do Monday? Yeah. So I, I, I mean, I'm one of those, uh, those hardworking blue collar men that just look forward to the weekends mm. nowadays. We love it. Yeah, it's a good time. To quote Saint Vincent, everybody's working for the weekend. I don't think Saint Vincent said that. Is that the artist? <laughs> yes. <laughs> His name is Saint Vincent. I'm gonna fact check myself real quick. No, I, I know the I'm song. Pre- I'm 90 percent. Oh no! Sure wait, that's not. fear. That's a uh, fear of the future. Wait, wrong song. It's oh, fucking God. my lover boy. It's Freaky God Friday damn. all over again. Oh no! You have done it again. Oh no! Oh. Not Groundhog Day Part Two. The oh, Electric Boogaloo. Anyway. I need to get my references straight before these uh, podcasts start. Because yeah, I'm making quite the fool of myself. It's all on the fly. It's Saint all right. Vincent sang right. Fear of the Future. Great song. Everyone go check it out. Uh, anyway, my weekend was pretty good. <laughs> What'd you do? Uh, I went to work, but uh, I'm kind of the opposite of you guys. My weeks go by, and I know everything that happens every day, and then I always forget that Saturday exists because it just seems like it goes past. Weekends go so fast. It is depressing. It makes me very sad. Yeah, it's horrible. And then we get to wake up Monday morning, bright and early, with all the roadkill scattered around the road. Hey, that's just me. Hold on. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Speaking of weeks, there was a raccoon with no head on my way to work. That was pretty epic. His spine was out. His spine was a little dangling out. It was kind of cool. And then there was also an eagle that was hit and was missing half its body. That's good eating right there. Oh, yeah, bro. That's good eating. How how does a car hit an eagle? That's what I want to know. They're anti-freedom. It was fresh when I got past it, too. (laughs) It might. Well, we don't know if it was a, was it a bald eagle, probably a or did it not have a head? So you I couldn't tell. tell. It was a mesh of feathers and meat. Probably there was some sort of bird of prey. Yeah, it was probably one of those commie cars that's anti-freedom. It was a big bird, but not big bird. You a know big me. bird. Elmo's gonna be really upset. Well, something interesting happened to me earlier this week. I got um, for like the first time in my life shunned for being a weeaboo. What? How'd that happen? Yeah, this is kind of funny. So um, we're, we're going up to band practice, and I, always, I usually go to Sheets because there's one really close to our practice space, and I'm in my car. And for those of you who have never seen my car, which is most of you who listen to this podcast, I have a, a car, and it is just plastered with anime stickers. Like, I have a giant zero, 20-inch 02 decal. I have, like, tons of those, like, we call them slap stickers. They're, like, 7 inches in... It's like seven by like seven by three point three. Yeah, something so they're really like thin that. and they're long, and they just have a bunch of anime stuff and like lewd stuff on them all over my car. So I'm coming. I'm walking out of sheets after buying a, a beverage, and there's these this couple, this uh, woman. They were like my age. They were like early twenties or something like that, and they're walking out. 
but they're walking in and I'm walking out. They're like, oh my God, look at that guy's car. And like the girl was like sickened. She was actually upset. And the dude's like kind of pointing at it laughing. He's like, well, this guy's a fucking loser. And I like hear this and I'm like walking to my car. I'm like, oh, hey guys, this is my car. I'm, I'm the fucking loser. What look did they give you when they saw it was you? I don't think they... They didn't see me go to the car. They just saw the car and then walked in the door. So they didn't know I, the guy walking out was the owner. But uh, I felt a little bit bad after that one. <laughs> but I'm back to being the, the bouncy, bubbly boy. Because uh, ain't bouncy. no normie's going to bring me down. You're not bouncy. Ain't, or bubbly. Ain't no normie's going to bring me down. That's the motto of this podcast now. Ain't no normie's going to bring me down. The motto of this podcast should be it's hot under all these lights because, oh my God, I'm boiling right now. Well, get over it. We have like 15 more minutes to deal with it. <laughs> wow, we're breaking the fourth wall now. Let's go. We are not in a show. We're not breaking anything. Dude, it's a our show. our parents want for us. It's a show. Yeah, that too. Well, all right. Let's dive into it, should we? All right. Yeah, we got, a, we got a, some cool stuff today. Uh, we're going to learn about everybody's anime likes and dislikes and how they got into this subculture of ours so uh first we're going to start with the new re-zero we're going to kind of make that like uh a basic conversation topic for every episode because it's the biggest in my opinion the biggest anime airing right now was the most anticipated and it has a lot going for it now with a lot of crazy shit so we're going to start with this re-zero episode two uh yeah episode two so two season two man what what are your guys's thoughts what's everyone thinking so far i think uh we we can all agree that we've been waiting for a beatrice episode since episode one praise the lord we predicted the future episode one we said we wanted the next episode to be a beatrice episode and then we got a beatrice episode you know it, it was a beatrice episode because it was more beatrice than we've seen in the past but I still want a full like oh. twenty minutes where fifteen of those minutes are Bioko. Of course. I would love a Beatrice movie. Like Amelia got her fifteen minutes of fame. Where's the Beatrice movie? The whole show is about Amelia. What are you talking I'd about? I need more Beatrice. I think Beatrice has enough backstory to give her her own movie. I suppose. You know what I mean? I good suppose. One, <laughs> Thanks, good. homie. Okay, moving on from well, all right, we're going to low-key stay on the topic of Beatrice here. So when Subaru walks into the library... Okay, can we just quote this? If you're listening and you haven't seen it, there are probably some minor spoilers. So, Yeah, go watch the episode and then tune back in. Yeah. Pause. So, <laughs> big pause. P-A-W-S. <laughs> no. Nah. Okay, so <laughs> Subaru walks into the library and he's vibing with Beatrice, making some jokes, and she's just getting upset because who the fuck likes Subaru? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> we got our first on-camera spit take, ladies let's go, and gentlemen. Let's, go. let's hear a round of applause. That was kind of embarrassing. All right, let's continue. Anyway. Uh, so Subaru's vibing, and he pulls out the book of the witch's cult. Yeah, Gospel of the Witch's Cult, hands it to Beatrice, and she's she's like, yo, where did you get this? How did you get this? So I'm I'm led to believe some, some crazy things. I, th- I think Beatrice goes a lot deeper into this than like, well, not, I wouldn't say what we're led to believe because we don't know anything right now. Well, I actually have a, a point about that. If you remember, uh, whenever he asks... Where did you get, whenever Beatrice asks Subaru, where did you get this gospel? Uh, he says that he killed Beetlejuice to get it. And um, 
she Beatrice says something along the lines of like, so you've left me, left me too, Beetle, and um, like that leads me to believe yeah. that yeah, she says like she you left abandoned. me too. She it, was sad. It's weird. I'm like, it makes me think like, what is she in the witch's cult? I'm so confused. Maybe she was. Maybe she was a sin archbishop. We we really don't know yet unless you've read the manga. Um, maybe you know then, but I I for one don't know right now. The other thing is that they refer to Beatrice as the being of the library. She's not really like. Well, she's a spirit. She, well, she's not given like a label or anything. Like as a spirit, she's I have just not picked up on that. Yeah, I think it was Frederica. Who, yeah. By the way, my favorite fucking character in that show so far. She's I don't give so a many fangs. I like love a her. Shark. I love her with all of my heart. Anywho, I want to talk about a cheese grater. <laughs> NGL gonna lie, it's pretty solid. Anywho. I think she refers to Beatrice as like the being of the library. I think spirit that's how the library. She doesn't call her the spirit. She's referred to as a she spirit at some it, point in the episode. Yeah, but she leaves it very ambiguous as yeah. to what Beatrice is. She just is in the library. I suppose isn't I suppose, uh, Subaru the only one who can find her? Like if if someone else walked around, isn't it like if Subaru opens a door? I don't know. There's like some aura He's, or something, and he can just open it and bam, Beatrice and the library are well, there. If you remember, Subaru reminds um, what's her name? Little lolly girl, Petra. Petra. He reminds Petra, uh, you might be walking around and you might encounter her. Yeah, he did say that when he when he was leaving. The thing is that he's the only one that can consistently find her, because I feel like honestly, because he's cursed by the witch, I feel like if Beatrice has something to do with the witch's cult, I feel like he can sense the presence of other people in the witch's cult. There's a there's a lot going with this. I'm yeah. I'm super curious to see like where they Cause take he can, this. Because when uh when he pissed her off, he could tell when she was really trying to hide too. He also made that comment. Mm. He's like, man, Beatrice can be really stubborn when she's trying to hide or whatever. Some to that extent. He also made a remark about her crying. He's like, why are uh, you crying? You, yeah, again? he's like, you can, again. He said, yeah, he said again. Which like, her having emotion is confusing, because usually she sits there, reads that book with her big old boingy boingy ponytails and you know it's just like um they're pigtails shut up pony singular pigtails or twin tails if you pony really sama twin tails <laughs> pony sama we, we were showing pony jonathan sama. a montage of kudako yeah. uh yeah from from thirsty girl from railgun thirsty girl from Rail Rail show it's awesome anyway we got I mean, it's already been touched upon, but we got two new maids this episode. What a great That's thing. epic. <laughs> this is a win for the week. That is it really is. epic. That is an <laughs> epic. One of them being Petra. I was so happy when Petra... I'm like, yo, Petra in the maid outfit. Do you think whenever they were... Uh writing this show that they thought that Petra would be a character that everyone was like, yo! like or, I think so, because they kind of... She just kind of comes off that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's, she's a little... She's a little memer. That too, oh, she's but she's, she's... I would consider her close to a main character at this point. Just from the first two episodes of the season, she's been in both of them. I... Okay. Yeah. She's a savage. Classic. That little red bow. Ratchet. Get out. Red bow. Little, little red bow. Little red bow. Oh no, Luke, come back. This is an this is a uh, audio show. You yeah, can't. Yeah, and then then the episode <laughs> ends with us meeting a very special person. Or, and she has possums for eyelashes. <laughs> yeah, and she's an echidna, so she has four dicks. 
anyone. I think that's unconfirmed, but she does have very bushy eyelashes. This is the White Witch. That um that really shook up the episode. This whole episode was, was kind of like happy go lucky, not happy, but like you know what I mean. Like it was just kind of like yeah, there was a lighter tone. It was, there was a much lighter tone, and then we get to the end of the episode, and um, Subaru is uh confronted by her, and she's sitting under like a, a tea time table, yeah, like waiting a for parasol. Her. Yeah, and it like the episode just ends after that, and you're you're left to wonder because I'm sure the next episode's gonna open right there. And we're gonna get some some more information on her, and yeah. that is a very exciting thing to look forward to. In case you guys didn't get my joke, echidnas have a four-headed penis, and, and her name's Echidna. What? Yes, it's, it's her name is Echidna. So I, I just got our whooshed. <laughs> yeah, me too, Alex. <laughs> Touching on like the last topic of this episode before we uh, get into the meat and potatoes of everything. Um, I'm a vegetarian. I spent so, so long dude. thinking Shut of that joke. Up. I totally just lost my train. Wait, no. <laughs> my train of thought about the last part of the episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh like what what vibe do you guys get from the Witch of Greed? Uh, because for me personally, oh, this and is I, and we've kind of like you know talked about it a little bit before. Um, I don't get like a bad vibe. I but I don't get like a hey Subaru, I'm here to save you vibe. It, it's like a an in between. I, I don't know how to read it. That's how I feel. I feel like. They're going to try and play her off as bad, but she's actually going to just be good. That's that's just how I see it. I don't see her being like this horrible archbishop demon that we've seen. Well, we've had this um, this discussion off camera, and we were talking about... um, You got, you brought that up, Anthony. And Alex said what he just said, and I, I, I think possibly that maybe she's uh, she's one of those villains that is willing to sacrifice all of her pieces to get one really strong player in the game and i think maybe that's what she's doing a subaru because he i i don't high school dxd me i was literally about um, to chess bro yeah i I think that um i think maybe subaru is gonna be that strong player in her game and and she's willing to sacrifice everything she has to get her hands on what she wants well luke uh like you said off camera luke brought up a very interesting theory that he had you want to dive into that oh are you talking about my theory about subaru yeah so when he goes to talk to Beatrice, Beatrice brings up that he didn't take the witch's factor from Beetlejuice. And my theory is that the witch's factor is his grabby hands, and each of the Synarch bishops has a witch's factor that gives them the powers that they have, such as Itadakimasu and fucking Sonic Boom the goddamn dickhead. White-haired Sonic Boom. <laughs> yeah, whatever the hell uh, greed, that's his name. I don't care about his name. I, I was doing transparency. Anyway, uh, I feel like he has the power to absorb all of their powers, and he is so special to the witch because he can use all of their witch factors. That's epic. That'd be crazy <laughs> if that ends up coming true. <laughs> <laughs> that's also very epic. Um, that, but that'd be insane. That actually, that'd throw me for epic. a loop. That'd be shmoney and epic. That, that would shmoney. that would be a classic Bobby Shmurda shmoney moment. <laughs> That'd be a certified hood classic. Broad <laughs> moment. Certified hood classic. You ain't gonna like it, but the hood gonna love it. Any hoot. Any hoot. So yeah, we're really looking forward to episode three because I I want to know more about this white witch and I want to know what the hell happened to Amelia. She just zoinked in the carriage. 
Yeah, she got the ball. Well, actually, I think we do know what happened to her. She went to sanctuary. Because, yeah, she went to the sanctuary. I think Subaru went to uh, another sanctuary. Because when he touched it, man. he did the same thing. Yeah. He got slurped into the white witch. Well, also, Frederica said that it's up to Amelia and what she will do in the sanctuary with whatever. And I don't think Frederica intended for Subaru to touch that necklace. Yeah, don't think so true. either. He, I feel like Amelia I feel like Amelia was meant to face the white witch and then she was like yeah. Hello. So, so Amelia's gonna have to face Garfield. Subaru didn't oopsie. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia, get bacon. We need a lasagna. Don't put bacon in a lasagna. No, get, get bacon. bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I like the verb. I the said, dude, get bacon. bacon real lasagna. lasagna. <laughs> Italian food's going down the drain, man. <laughs> We're not yeah. getting into this topic yet. I'm super yet. looking forward to episode three. This this season, just in anime in general, has been fucking. Good. Watch your mouth. Really good. Better. Thank you. Uh-huh. Okay. Next topic. All right. So, yeah, regardless, we're all... This whole anime season so far has been amazing. Episode 3 for, like, everything I'm so excited for. Uzaki-chan, Rent-A-Girlfriend. I haven't seen the new Rapis, Lapis Relights yet, but I'm going to watch that right after this. But nonetheless, <laughs> speaking of new anime, we're going to get into... I guess you could call it either new anime or old anime, but... We're going to get to know the cast a little bit here about what is everybody's um, favorite anime. Oh, wait. Let's learn the cast system. What? Let's no, no. We're going to compress, no. analyze. What, what, got you, what got you into anime? Yeah, we're going to oh, talk about okay. what, what. how did you guys even get into anime? How the fuck does that happen to a person? Because I know how it happened to me, but I want to hear from everybody else. <sighs> Right, so starting? I'll go. I'll go last. I want. I want to hear. I want to hear from Luke. Yeah, let's yeah, start I'm, with I'm Luke. Very you're you're the Luke. newest, freshest weeb here. Really? You are. You're, you're gonna actually. It's oh, me. It's no, we'll hear say. that. We'll hear that. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll find out. So, uh, Luke, right. the stage is yours. Uh, duh. I don't even know where to start. Uh, I've only been watching anime since spring of last year. That's about when I started like actually getting into it. Prior to that, I watched like one or two things. I think the first thing I ever watched was Death Note, because I don't count fucking Soul Eater. So you were an edgy middle schooler. This no. was this was. But the, I was in college. This was the anime, correct, and not the Netflix movie. Yes, no, I would never watch a Netflix movie. Why it not? was okay. this is great. It was also subbed because the dub loses a lot of shit. Like, have you guys ever seen? Have you guys seen Death Note? No, I have. I've seen I've the seen. the Netflix adaptation. Oh my god! I'm sorry for you. Uh, it was horrible. So in Death Note, there's a scene. You guys know the premise of Death Note, at least, I hope. Yeah, yeah. The dude right. writes a name down. Yeah, so he's being watched by the police because they think that he's Kira. So he there's a scene where he, like he's pretending to eat chips out of a bag, but he has the Death Note in there. He's killing people because he's ambidextrous. So he's doing he's like writing notes and watching mm-hmm. the news. So he's able to kill people without them realizing it's him to get them off his trail. Uh-huh. Uh, in the dub... He literally goes, I'm going to eat this chip, but I'll write names instead. And that's like literally part of the scene. And you're like, this loses something here. It's not very good. <laughs> it's kind of a little melodramatic. And then from there, me. while I was at work, I got talked into watching JoJo's. And that's like the first actual series I watched. And then from there, I just watched so much different bullshit. I have a question. How, okay. Yeah. Is pooping actually a JoJo's reference? No, it is not. Okay, I saw the meme and I had to know. <laughs> no, it's okay. a... <laughs> on, on the note mouse. of an actual question, how did you get into like the the slice of life bullshit? 
slice of life bullshit. Yeah. I mean, did you just see a show and be like, that looks kind of fun? I'm not really sure, actually, because I don't even remember the first slice of life I watched. It was just kind of like, was it Full House? <laughs> Corey in the house, actually. That's a great one. That was it's mine. But, it's my favorite anime. But anywho, um, words are hard. I just lost my train yeah. of thought. Okay. Well, what did you, what did you what were your opinions on anime before you started watching? It was fucking cringy as shit because all the band kids in high school were like, oh, really? I watch anime, and I'm like, please don't talk to me. And they're <laughs> like Naruto running and bullshit. I'm like, one's like Naruto running with his fucking tuba. And like you're just... <laughs> <laughs> and he trips and falls and, and hits like... the band director in the eye and he has to go to the hospital because he cracked his orbital. And like you know those videos you see of people and you're like, there's no way these people actually act like this. They're playing a character just to get like attention attention and like people to be like, haha, this kid's cringy. No, they're re- they exist. They're real and they were people in my band at school. They're real and they have were you in band? F12. No, I was not, and I'm fucking glad I wasn't because they were goddamn terrible people. We should be careful. Our audience might consist of a lot of band they kids. They can be part of the band kids, yeah, but they won't the... go to my band. My band was awful. They did. They fucking, they had sex everywhere in my school. Oh, gross. Yeah, I'm like, this is nasty. Like, in the band room, there were so many people that got caught having sex. I'm like, get out of here. You guys are gross anyway. It's not band kids that are the problem. I knew a lot of cool band kids back in McKinley. my band kids. It's Luke's band kids. Uh, Hoover band kids sound just about like what Luke's describing. Nonetheless, Anthony, let's hear from uh, the cat girl researcher supporter. Oh, geez. All right. So uh, I would say my my anime experience started with Alex. It was hey, like... Hey, big brony John. <laughs> oh, nice. oh, so Alex gets into this, and I'm like, I am so against anime like crazy. I'm like just shitting on Alex Every chance I get for like, for no, I just shit on Alex. I'm like, dude, <laughs> you're disgusting. It's just like bad. I'm like, get out of this. Don't look at me. If you're looking at anime, you can't be in the same room as me. You're disgusting. So I was like huge asshole. Like this is, this is dumb. So Alex is super into this character zero two. And like over time, I was I was like mildly curious. I'm like, okay, what, what's the big deal with this? Why why is he why is he like this girl so much? So I would go downstairs like at night when no one was around, sit on my couch in the dark, get on my phone, and go to YouTube and look up uh, like best zero two moments. I forgot you were a closet weave. Oh yeah, it, it wasn't even like closet weave. I would just watch him. I'd be like, huh, this is uh, kind of interesting. And then he uh, showed me, like, Aqua from Konosuba. And that was, like, my first waifu. I loved Aqua, but I still hated anime. So that's a, a funny contradiction. It is. It was weird. That's, that's why I wanted no one to know that I was watching Best of Zero Two moments on YouTube. <laughs> I remember I the first time I walked into your room and saw your Konosuba background, and I was so confused. Oh, yeah. It definitely... It, it was. I did a complete 180. So the first show that uh, got me into anime was Attack on Titan. Uh, my my friend's brother actually was watching it, and he's like, you should watch this. I'm like, no, that's stupid as fuck. So I sat down and watched it, and I got, like, super into it, and I was watching it every night. So 
I eventually uh, mustered up the courage to ask Alex for Crunchyroll login so I could watch Kamasuba. And they were like, what? And I'm like, yeah, just just let me watch this. I remember that. You you asked in the Snapchat group chat, right? Yeah, yeah. And then it's just been a spiral out of control from there. And now right. I'm just a disgusting degenerate. Yeah, Kona Super really did me in on that one. Jesus Christ. Big ups, Aqua. Big ups, Aqua. Jay, what uh, what was your experience into the anime genre? (laughs) Oh, dear God. Uh, Well, uh, I mean, if you want to trace it to the really dark parts of my anime experience. Let's go. Let's dive. Oh, God. Okay, so it all started my freshman year of high school. Uh, I was, uh, I had my hair completely shaved on the sides and it was really curly and long on top. It was gross and greasy. And I decided that I was going to watch Naruto just out of the curiosity of my strange boners. And so I, um, I started that show my freshman year of high school. Yeah. What from Naruto and why would you (laughs) not watch Naruto if you're getting strange boners? (laughs) You ever seen the uh, the? I've never seen Naruto. Never. Hokage. No, never seen it. Got some big mommy milkers on her. Okay, that makes sense for a freshman in high school. Continue. Yeah, no, it was cool. Just anything that jiggled, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I dude, I was a walking tub of like Miracle Whip. Like it was crazy. <laughs> it was everywhere and it was messy. Like I was Miracle Whip and the jar was broken. Like it was <laughs> fucked up. I spread cream everywhere. So, uh, you know, so I, I started my freshman year of high school. Dude, that's so visual. Am I, was that too much? Was that, I, mean, I, know that, I know this is an audio show, so I thought I should give pictures. But, um, Dude, I got a movie. <laughs> I got a short film. So, yeah, so I was watching Naruto my freshman year of high school. And if for those of you that are Naruto fans, uh, uh, yeah, Shadow Code Jutsu, Jinjuriki, you know, like you guys, uh, I actually watched Naruto starting uh, from the, my freshman year of high school, and it is a thousand episodes, it's a thousand episode anime, and I watched it and I finished it my senior year of high school. So my senior year of high school, uh, after I had graduated. Uh, I was wa- dog sitting my neighbor's house, and I'm so sorry if you guys are ever gonna listen to this. But I was uh, watching you guys' house, and I was oh, thinking, he, meant, he means his neighbors. My neighbors, yeah. So I was dog sitting for them. You guys have really cute dogs. Yeah, they're if great. You ever listen to this? Why would you sit on the dogs? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I asked Alex about an anime to watch, and uh, he said, "We'll just browse Crunchyroll." And so I went into Crunchyroll, and I found this delightful little anime that's a real sleeper called "A Bridge to the Starry Skies," and I watched it, and boy, was it a downhill spiral from there! It was that show, and then like right after that, like the day I finished it, I, I watched that whole show in one sitting, and then the next day I started "Darling in the Franks," and after that, like it was just on and on and on, and. It has been a like a sinkhole, and my parents are just getting more disappointed with every passing hey, day. Out of like everyone so far, I think you had like the, the biggest one eighty. Anthony was like kind of like secretly doing it a little bit. He's like, uh, like tapping his feet, tack on Titan, blah blah blah. Jay's like, Naruto, Bridge of the Starry Sky, Degeneracy. Yeah, no, like it's not like I didn't enjoy anime, and that I was like ashamed that I enjoyed it. It's just that, like, I had only ever seen, 
broadcasted like the mainstream anime like, like american yeah well the reason i wanted to watch naruto so bad is because when i was a kid my mom had this friend who we used to go over to her house and i would and my sister would play with her daughters but i didn't know what to do so i would go into their living room and naruto was always playing on their tv because i guess they had like a box set or something and so i like i just thought like well this is the closest thing i've gotten and so i i just had to watch it so that's where my degeneracy started i love i honestly really enjoy hearing everyone's story we got we got why. one left, buddy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, it's Big Papa's I, time. I mean, yeah. I, I think I've like, I don't know it fully, honestly. I think I kind of know where it started, but uh, please, let's get into it, man. It's kind of kind of a long story, but I'll try to shorten it down for the sanctity of the show because we we still have a lot to go over. So, how it started was um, I'm I had really shitty shoulders in high school. Like I had like multiple dislocations. So. I dislocated my shoulder one time at Jonathan's house at a sleepover. So the doctor while told me... While you were me, sleeping, by the way. While I was sleeping. Yeah. I woke up and it was dislocated. So I get rushed to the hospital in an ambulance. Because we so, couldn't move your big ass. Yeah. And my the convulsing of my body should, literally shook his house. A painting fell off the wall. That's not a joke. It, that's a true story. But um, I was told I had to have, had to have surgery. So in 2000, like January of 2018, I have shoulder surgery. So I can't work. I can't go outside. I can't do anything. I'm literally stuck in the house for like however fucking long. And um, I was just bored out of my mind most of the time watching Minecraft playthroughs. I still do oh, that actually man. sometimes. They're very interesting. Yeah. But that's what I spent most of my time doing. And then I got told, I'm like, okay, I can go back to work, but I couldn't work like a labor job or anything. So I, I still had my part-time job at GNC. So I go back there. And that place was like 45 minutes from where I lived. So I had a long drive on my way up to work. And oftentimes I would listen to Bring Me the Horizons albums through and through. And one day I just got sick of them. I still love them, but I was like, I want to listen to something else. So I randomly in my head thought of this band. I'm like, Baby Metal. <laughs> so I start listening to, the, to Baby Metal. First song I hear is Karate, and I'm fucking hooked. I fall in love with this music. And that kind of introduces me to Japanese culture, if you will. So I like listening to the lyrics and stuff. I'm like, man, I want to learn Japanese. So I get a Japanese dictionary. I start learning Japanese and studying it. And I find all these Japanese videos on YouTube. And I, I was just laying in my bed one night. And I'm like, you know what else is Japanese? Anime. I'm like, what, what, ha what anime have I seen? I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, we watched Ghibli films when we were younger. We've seen Sailor Moon when we were really young. And the first thing that came to mind was Gundam, because my older brother loved Gundam. So, I... Side note, he didn't like the anime. We had all the figures. I remember that when we were kids, we used to play with the Gundam oh, yeah, toys. Oh, yeah, we vibe yeah. with those. He watched Gundam Wing, though, because I, rem I remember Gundam Wing. Hammer! So, anyway, I get on the internet, and I'm like, anime. I look up, like, Gundam, because that's what I want to watch first. So, I see this website called Crunchyroll, and I'm like, okay... So I buy an account because I fucking hate ads and I start watching Gundam. I loved Gundam so much. I watched uh, Gundam Build Fighters, Gundam Wing, and then I was like, you know, what else can I watch? And I see this show, this, this bubbly, fruity, very bright colored show. Called Love Live School Idol Project. <laughs> oh my God. This was, and I just got, I just finished Gundam Wing a show about combat, war, and politics, and all this deadly killing. And then I see Love Live, 
school idol project so i watch it it was it was like jumping off a cliff head first into an alligator pit Ooh. like that was the end love live fucked me up idol hell idol hell idol, idol hell idol, idol hell. hell idol hell and i just every i just watched everything after that i think the second show i watched was like um i think it was darling in the franks toradora Anything that was like bubbly and go happy, I watched. I just I fell so hard and it hurts bad. Wow, that was so. Um, yeah, that's the deepest lore right there. That was something. Yeah, man, that's like. I mean, you're crazy. like as far as our group goes, you're big Papa Weeb. So like, that's uh. Alex is like the guy who graduated college and is peddling like alcohol to high schoolers and me and Jonathan are high schoolers and he's like hey here's some crunchy roll you want hey, some Suba? You, you guys like shoujo <laughs> yeah hey, that's that's literally how you were with hey, us hey kiddo you like dinosaurs with tits yeah cause like <laughs> cause before we like got formally introduced to Luke I was like feeding pop like force feeding them animations like, watch this watch this watch this it's great watch we're, this. we're like it's choking like I can't yeah, I'm like, I can't handle it. Like, we need a third man <laughs> So anyway, yeah, that's how I got into anime. Um, I really had no opinions on it before I started watching it. I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. As a child, me and my brother would watch Avatar The Last Airbender like religiously. But we were like, this is just a cartoon. We'd like it. I really didn't care about it at all. I had no opinion. So that was my opinion on it, honestly. That's no opinion. But while we're on the topic of how we like started watching it out of all that we, we've all had time to watch a lot of shows in their short history my longer history what is your guys's top three favorite animes you've ever watched oh dear god well we typed these out but it's still hard yeah this this is a thinker this yeah. is a big this is a loaded question honestly i'm still not confident in my number three my number one and my number two i'm the only ones i'm sure on Let's hear it, bud. And Here I have like four pages of anime that I've watched in the last year and a half. Luke, Luke's put time. Tell in. us what and why, big fella. I'm depressed. Anyway. Well, not bad. Hey. Uh, my number one favorite anime is Ancient Magus's Bride, and I've been trying to sell it to these guys for way too fucking long. And everybody that I know, and I don't bring it up as much as I bring up my second favorite, Date Alive, just because I don't want people to get annoyed at me saying, "Hey." Ancient Magus's Bride is a fantastic show, and I fucking love it. Watch it, please. Where can I watch it? Because I'll queue it up. That, it's a Verve, Crunchyroll, okay. uh, bullshit. Because honestly, before you even like ever said it, I had no idea it was a show. No idea. Yeah. Like, how I'm, popular is it? Uh, It was actually like really popular when it aired back in like 2017 to 2018. It was huge, and like I even I heard about it before is that when it I aired, watched it. 2017? Yeah. Holy shit, that's new. It was fairly new, and it got it was huge for a little while. Like I heard of it before I even watched it, before I even got like really into anime. I at least heard of it before. I'll queue it up because I I know like I'm kind of the same way. If I have like a show I really like, I'll bitch about people like, dude, fucking watch it. So like I know how you feel, so I will I will actually watch it when I finish what I'm watching. It really deals with a lot of like mortality and shit throughout the whole show. Right. That's like the theme of right. it for the um, most good part. Good thing I'm watching a slice of life right now. I mean, it's not sad for the most part. There are some sad parts, like this one guy gets tricked and his wife dies and he dies and then he becomes a spirit and it's fucked. Luke, that's sad. 
It is sad. That's I'm saying, not like, sad. The show itself isn't sad, but there are parts that are uh-huh. extremely sad, and you're like, I'm all right, let's make a deal. I'll watch it. it. I will actually watch right. it. Oh god, I will watch guys, it. a blood good. pact has been formed They're on gonna... cam right now, or on it, like in the podcast right now. <laughs> this is crazy. There really is crazy. no blood pact. Yeah, because I, I didn't tell him. He's watching what I'm, I have to say next. I'm so. watching Clanid. <laughs> Oh, God. That sh- I, I'm so scared. Okay, so you said Love Live was your second uh, favorite? Date Alive. Date Alive. Really? I thought Date Alive was your first. No. Really? Ancient Magus' Bride still takes first for me. That's, even though that's why I, I'm really curious about that show. Even that's though incredible. I unbelievably love Date Alive. Oh, I think we all here do. Oh, it's fantastic. What about three? Uh, three is Nisekoi right now. Really? I think. I Ooh. think. Honestly... I was between. Uh, hold on, let me find what else I had. Nisekoi, is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? Zombieland Saga, Black Fox, and Kill a Kill. That was those were all contenders for my third favorite. Yeah, that's that's tough. That is a I that's stacked. Love Kill a Kill first off. Kill a Kill was so good. It's really good. I haven't seen any of those shows on your three, but I I, I have Nisekoi queued up. Oh, I saw Black Fox. That was super good. We watched it together. Yeah, we watched it together. Because I was like, hey guys, you should watch this. And you're like, well, okay. Um, what was I going to say? Black Fox. Oh, Kill a Kill. You have Kill, kill a Kill queued up. No, it's not killed up. No. Yeah, it is because <laughs> no. it's in my Crunchyroll. No. You oh, use okay. my Crunchyroll. You're, that queue works. My queue is in my notes on my phone. I put like an X emoji next to things that I have that I want to watch that I have not watched. It is not in my notes, so therefore it's not on the radar. Although it looks good and I really want to watch it, it's just like not there right now. Yeah. <laughs> right now. I told you, sports cat oh, girl is repping the shirt. moment. Oh, God, I mean, I wish I could have played baseball or something, but instead I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a podcast about animation. Oh, I mean, NGO gonna lie. All of those would have been really good. Dude, third my parents should have gone yeah, through with the abortion. Those, that, that is very tough, honestly. Like, the third one was my hardest choice. My first mm-hmm. two were just so set in stone that yeah. like, it's going to be hard to move them. Move them. Move them. I'm, so, for my top three, I'm in the same boat as Luke. Not, like, show-wise, but my number three. I It was super, super tough decision. So, uh, numero uno on my list is fairly controversial. First, fuck. <laughs> controversial. <laughs> Versatile. Uh, it's Darling in the Franks for number one. That show just like it hits. It hit me like that's still your like number a, one. Oh yeah, it hit me like a rock. Even though the ending was absolute garbage, and I mean you you can't deny that the ending was not good. No, I berm. I love that show, but I'm not gonna support the ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is uh, what do I have on there? Bunny Girl Senpai. Bunny, that's number two. That's a solid. No, that is number one. two. That show is solid as fuck. That that's was a, that's so a good. solid number two. I can respect it. Yeah, that is one of my all-time favorite shows. Uh, number three was definitely the hardest time. Like one and two were set in stone. I was like, I know exactly what these are. They're the first things that come to my mind. So for number three, I was choosing between Kon, Love Live, and Toradora. Ooh, all three of those, whoa. like, ah, oh, they those just, could be those could all be like a number one. Honestly. They are, they're so Chaos. good. Chaos phenomenal. Azunyan, Azunyan. So, uh, what time? Ultimately, I went with Kon because I I kind of associate with Kon a little bit. Like, you know, in grade school, me and Alex have been in a band for a while, and our teachers would let us go down to like this resource room 
and play instruments during recess oh, while everyone awesome. else went out to recess. Yeah. So me, him, and my two other buddies are down there playing instruments. I'm like, yo, okay. I'm are not we a, K on right yeah, now? Yeah, like I'm not an anime girl, nor am I in Cute. high school right now. Yeah, or Q. <laughs> or, or Moe. At are all. Are you sure you're not an anime girl? I, I can't tell at this when point. When was the last time you checked? He is pretty cute. I do have a dick. <laughs> that is a problem. Hey, wait. Well, no, it's not a problem, actually. No, For you some. can be an anime girl and have a dick. Felix. Is it a girl or is it a trap? We're that's not going to do this fun. right now. That's another episode <laughs> that, that, of That'll Take that's 40 gonna Minutes. That's going to take up a whole 40 minutes but hour. Yeah, anyway, uh, <laughs> I went with K-On. K-On was super emotional for me. No, the show is not sad at all, but I fucking cried at the end. Yeah. Like I a little too. bitch. <laughs> Season three, man. You know, it's just, I don't know. It's such a good show. It was it's amazing. Too, everybody has to watch that show. I told Jonathan, that show will change your life. Anything, Seriously, anything, will change your life. Anything Kyoto Animation, like, just go fucking watch it. Yeah. Jay, what are uh, what are your top three? I'm actually really curious about yours, because I have no idea. I mean, okay, so uh, the last two... I've been talking about how, like, oh, they're first and they're second or set in stone and they're third. They were like, oh, blah, 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 but they didn't know what their third was. Uh, my top three were completely set in stone where the difference is that the two and three are pretty interchangeable, whereas number one is completely set in stone. So I'm actually going to do the reverse. I'm going to start with my third. Ooh, whoa. whoa. I think I'm going to do that, too. I'm going to do that, too. So my, my third favorite anime of all time, uh, and this one goes out to the simps. Uh, it's Toradora. It's yes. gotta be Toradora because I can't think of any other show that has made me cry like a bitch more. Uh, I watched Toradora. Uh, was it last year? Um, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. last 2019. year, 2019. And I was watching Toradora uh, while I was watching the Twins' house. That's right. And, when we were on yep, vacation, I watched the whole series in one sitting, which is a common theme with me with some shows. And uh, I called Alex absolutely bawling because i didn't watch the last like three minutes of the last episode uh where those of you that have seen it will know that if you don't watch the last uh after the credits scene you get a little bit of a a little bit of a, a sad ending and as opposed to a really good ending okay you don't get a sad ending you get a fucking depressing yeah. ending. well i called alex and I, I texted him i was like dude i'm gonna kill myself <laughs> it's life's not worth it anymore and he said did you watch the last like after the credits and I said, what? <laughs> and so I go back and watch it and I call him again and I go, I'm good. I get it. It's cool. Um, so that was that was my third favorite anime. Uh, my second favorite anime is one that's uh, just finished its second season and it's, it's Kaguya-sama Love is War. Ooh. I love that show and I will never stop loving that show. There are so many waifus and so many just great characters. I mean, come on, Ishigami is clearly best waifu, but like you know, he stole season. He's getting that backstory episode. He, it put him oh, here all the way to the top. He yeah, he, that. he made number one. Ishigami is the Yoshinone of Love Is War. Yes, yes, straight up. I loved that show, and I still love that show, and I'm really hoping for a season three. Yeah, you, I, I have full confidence we'll get a season three. You also watched that. <laughs> While you were still house sitting my house, I that did. Same dude, week, you're right. He binged the entire I watched that first in one season. Sitting too. You're when right. I watched the. I first forgot season. that I did that. Did you watch it when it aired? No, I watched God. it before I met you guys. I, think. I wa- 
I watched I both when they aired. Joe the Stuttering Communist talked me into <laughs> that is true. Joe the Stuttering Communist. He's a recurring character. <laughs> I love you, Joe. I'm sure you're listening. Hey, Joe. Thanks for watching, Joe. Hey. All right. Hey. Oh, man, that's rough. Come on. Not for Joe. He he takes it in stride. All right. Joe, you're a champ. He knows it's in love. He's also really short, which I didn't expect. Short kings represent. Joe's got it rough. All right, so my number one favorite show. Drum roll, please. All right, shut up. My favorite show of all time, Kadoon, 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 is Bunny Girl Senpai. Rascal does not dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. That show changed me as a person. I would just like to throw a quick note in here. So... The reason Jonathan actually watched this show is because he, I woke up one morning for work, it's like 5 o'clock in the morning, and I have a, a message from Jonathan that says, yo, dude, check out Toilet Bound Hanako-kun. And I'm like, uh, okay, but you have to watch Bunny Girl Senpai. And he, he procrastinated this for quite a bit About a until week. I berated the shit out of him to watch it. He did and look that. where we're at now. Yeah, yeah. that show, um, it like changed, it like anything that you could ever hope for in a healthy relationship with a real person that's not a drawing, uh, is in that show. I mean, thanks. I'm talking directly to the Alexes of the world right now. But like, oh. Bunny Girl Senpai is everything that you could want in a relationship, and it just it it, seriously is. When I walked away from that show, I walked away wishing for love. Like, um, if, I feel like God, if you had a girlfriend at the time, you were like, shit, my relationship sucks. I want a my Sakurajima. Everybody wants a my sock. Uh, I want a my. Hey, Autumn. <laughs> Thanks for watching. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not speaking for anybody. I'm speaking for everyone. You probably felt that way. Jonathan, you can deny it. I'm not denying it. Okay. And she's watching. <laughs> so hey, Autumn. She knows. Um, but, God damn, that show. is a good That show. show was delightful, and boy, oh boy, am I probably going to rewatch it again here in the next couple months. I'm gonna... Okay. Have you seen the movie? No, I need to watch it. I forgot You're that missing movie. Out. Dude, it's not a power move on your guys' part. It is, That's not it very is, cash money. It is bro. just as emotionally draining as the show. Yeah, I didn't get emotionally drained with the show. Luke, do you have emotions? No. I, I'm looking into Luke's eyes right now when I see nothing. <laughs> I say just just like get tissues ready. Prepare for the waterworks when you the watch the movie. Tissues are multi-purpose. But I mean, like genuinely, if you think about it in an optimistic way with everything, it's, it's actually super not sad. Yeah, it's really not that it, like, sad. It's really you just look at it and you're like, oh, he's with Maya anyway. I thought it the movie matter. was more sad. The movie the was terribly sad. I mean, it was like at a parts. roller coaster. Yeah, it started off like all right, and then it went up a little bit, and you're like, okay. oh fuck, it's the hill, oh, no. and then you went back up again, and you you were yeah. cool. Yeah. The has, movies, the movie's fantastic. Yeah, for if those you've of you, seen the show but not the movie, watch the movie. For has, those of you that want to watch the movie, it's called um, "Bunny Girl Senpai Starting Life in a New World." Um, Memory Snow is the name of the movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> check, take that a watch. You have it there, folks. Alex, what uh, let, Let's hear your uh, top three anime. Let's hear it, big All right. dad. Big we're gonna big go. Big we're gonna go the Jonathan dad. route. And start with number three. Giga. My my top three were pretty fucking cut and dry. Um. As of recently, actually, and I'll get to that once I get to number one. But uh, number three is Love Live series. So that's including School Idol Project and Sunshine. I, I seriously fell in love with Love Live. I don't know why. It was so sparkly and happy and shiny and bubbly. And, like, my life was the complete opposite. It was a swamp of mud and gastrous fumes in the water that just, you know, those thick gastrous bubbles like you bro. see that pop. Gross. Alex farted in the tub a lot. <laughs> no, these are thicker. These are like mud. Let's be honest. 
You didn't fall in love with Love Live. You fell in love with Honk. I no, I fell in love with Katori Minami. You, fell in love you with mean your Honk? Brother. He I fell. Mean, in... <laughs> I mean Katori Minami. Love Live for me was so good. That I mean, not only did that open the door to all other animes that I've watched, but the show itself is just a classic. If you have not seen it, just fucking watch it. Do yourself a favor. Jonathan, I'm speaking to you. I can't read. Every single person in this room has seen it but you. You are a simp. I Dude. fell in love live. It's not lewd Luke enough for me. watched love live. It's not lewd enough for me. Burr? Have you read the Dugins? <laughs> yes, you send them to me. Then watch the show. If you... Dude, just Nozomi. That's all you gotta say. Washi Washi. They're underage. It's okay. They're drawings. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, Love Live was crazy amazing for me. That's number three. Now, number two and one is where things get dicey because... Okay, number two for me is Darling in the Franks. That used to be number one, and I never thought I would take it down a peg. Uh, Darling in the Franks, I had my first waifu. The show made me fucking ball my eyes out. I've seen it like five or six times. He had his first shameful nut. I won't even... I'm not going to go there. I will. But Darling in the Franks for me was the best show I've ever watched. And I get all the hate about the ending. Berm is fucking stupid. Trigger really bullshit that ending. It could have ended so much better, but that's, again, a whole nother episode, a whole nother podcast. But yeah, Darling in the Franks number two. I didn't think it would ever get toppled but number one is clan ad and clan ad after story clan ad and clan ad after story are the most emotionally draining emotionally intense shows i have ever seen and now i feel confident saying i really don't think these shows will ever be topped clan ad was an experience it is not a show you watch you experience that shit and i connected with that show so fucking if you have not seen it, you have to dedicate some time. I forced Luke into watching it. I just kept knocking on his door. Actually, it's because I started my dumbass binge of sad animes to see if I could give myself depression. Spoiler alert, it worked. It's anyway, working. He hasn't even gotten to the sad part in no. Clannad yet. You have so, stressed me out so bad. I'm four episodes yeah. away from the sad part, and I'm so scared to watch it that every time I watch another episode, I freak out so bad that I almost have a panic attack. Yeah, like I said, like, Luke is the, like, Clan Ad, the first season, not that terribly sad. It's super happy, It's if super anything. happy. It's really fun to watch. Clan Ad After Story, the first half of the season, not super happy, but not sad. Not, like, crazy sad. Episode 16, you get punched in the fucking gut. And then episode every episode after that, you get punched in the gut twice as many as the episode before. It is It fucks you up so much. You don't think a show can get more sad or more depressing, but it does. And it's so good to watch. You can't put it down. It's seriously my favorite show ever, and I have confidence that it will stay there for a long time. Why are you putting it down? You're watching it. It's not a book. I wouldn't be, be put down. Euthanasia. I don't know much about the euthanasia. <laughs> I don't know much about the euthanasia, but... Epic uh, porn moments. Epic porn moments. Well, Whoa. yeah, that's everyone's favorite anime. Now, next of oh. the controversial topics, we're going to do the complete opposite. What is everybody's least favorite anime's top three? I'm going to get berated for my number one. Well, all right, just before we dive into this, uh, 
Let, we'll we'll do a big discussion right at the end. We'll just kind of list them off real quick because okay, yeah, that works. Because I know where this is going. I know exactly where this is going. So we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, we'll just we'll bang them out real quick, and then get right. Can we to have the main no topic. arguments during? <laughs> can we wait till like after the episode and okay, then we can discuss works. it? This can be a bonus clip or something because this will we'll be here for another hour if we want to discuss like pissing matches. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Luke, what are your... If her fucking favorite? flag breaks. Okay, We're one? getting this out of the way. All four of us have if her flag breaks on our fucking list yeah, of least if, favorite. That's number one of our least... If her flag breaks is number one on every Actually, single Actually, not my list. number one. It's not his number one. His number one's probably something fucking... Alex is mad about yeah, it. We'll, we'll save the arguments for after the episode. Doesn't matter. Regardless, Doesn't matter. Anyway, place. everybody knows if her flag breaks fucking sucked. I'm sorry for suggesting it, and I can never be more <laughs> sorry. Anthony, what does the boat do? Burr. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the T-posing bird, we will, dis- we will explain if her flag breaks, yeah, and sure we're going... Have. We're going to spoil the whole fucking show because nobody else needs to be put through this right, bullshit. That what's, show has... what's number two and three? Quasar Stigmata by the same <laughs> fucking animators that did that bullshit. I get really fucking heated with this shit because I watched all fucking 38 episodes or whatever the fuck it was of, it, of Quasar Stigmata. And I can say the most entertaining part was when the two dudes drank the one girl's titty milk fucking turned into a giant two-headed bird with muscles and then got killed by the guy who got shot out of a fucking cannon made out of copper. What an emotional roller coaster you And that happened on. at the end of the first season. <laughs> and then the second season starts with the main character dressing up as a woman and going to an all-girls academy. And then randomly sucks on their titties and gets known as a fucking pervert. Dude, that's epic. What's number three, Luke? <laughs> uh, probably do you love your monitor to hit multi-target attacks. Or Infinite Dendrogram, which is a fairly newer anime and it fucking sucked. Thorpe, what, uh, what are your least favorite animes? Uh, well, since I, I was super prideful in like all my animes because most of almost all of them were recommended to me. It's, it's very rare that I will find one on my own since I started super late into anime. I had these three just shoving shows down my throat and I was He's just been eating food, those. Though. Yeah, honestly. So I haven't really had a good opportunity to watch shit. But uh, one, two, and three are all taken up by If Her Flag Breaks. <laughs> oh, oh my god. I don't think we can describe how bad this fucking show is. I wouldn't call it Oh, it's just a pile of shit. Uh, Jonathan, what are your uh, least favorite anime? Well, Anthony, thanks for asking. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go in the reverse order again. Number three and two of my least favorite shows are If Her Flag Breaks. (laughs) That show was ten episodes of the happiest and most fun that I've had in a second. And I'm not saying the most fun, but it was very fun. And then it false cummed all over my fucking couch and went completely just flat limp and i had to stand there and try and jerk another load out of it we're <laughs> spoiling the whole fucking shit i, I don't okay. give a shit that show sucked if any of you were thinking about watching if her flag breaks promptly walk out of your house get on your bike ride 45 miles up the road and bang your head against the nearest tree it'll be more pleasant than if you watch this show i promise you okay whoa <sighs> number one i'm sorry receding back into my stage persona um, my number one least favorite show of all time 
is do you love your mom and her two-hit multi-combo attacks and some dumb shit. That is what my notes say. And I'm rizzing Luke right now. Give him a good old riz. They did okay. just riz. The reason that that show tops If Her Flag Breaks for me is because If Her Flag Breaks... Ooh, if Her Flag Breaks at least entertained me for 10 episodes. Do you love your mom and her two-hit multi-dumbass attacks? Didn't even keep me entertained or wanting enough to watch the goddamn third episode. I watched one, two, figured out, haha, his mom wants to plow his rear, and that's the whole show. <laughs> like, I didn't give a shit. I didn't want to watch it anymore, and it was over, and it's done. In my Alex. notes, I actually have it labeled as, do you love your mom and her retarded show name? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Alex, what's your least favorite three? Uh, it's critical of me to say this, but... uh. Number three, I didn't necessarily hate it, not really enjoyed it, but uh, do you love your mom and her two-hit multi-target attack? Do I sense a theme at this table? Okay, can I just defend the show a little bit? No. Don't watch that's it. That's after the Jonathan episode. and Luke are very good. Like, I got four episodes in. I, I watched, gave it a chance. Okay, I watched all 12 episodes. Didn't necessarily hate it. Wasn't that great. Mamako's a fucking waifu, whether you guys like it or not. She's not. There's okay, 13. I said whether you like it or not. I don't. <laughs> Whether there's 13 or not, I don't care. But you watched, said you watched all it all. of them. Yeah, I watched all of them. Except for episode I didn't 13. care enough to figure out how many episodes there were because I forgot about it. And you're defending it? Yeah. 13 came out recently. Sounds like somebody's a simp. Basically. Simp, 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 simp. Anyway, getting into number two. Uh, uh, number two for me is Watamote. Uh, I don't think anybody's here seen it. Not that great. Not that great. The white main protagonist supposed to be a waifu usually not a waifu in the slightest in fact she's one of us ugly as shit socially awkward hates life ow dude dude she's ugly she's dude. not cute at all her best friend cute as hell big tits but that's that i didn't really care for that show not at all to be not fair i show. think you guys are cute thanks thanks dude. luke i think that new piercing was a super cute thanks dude i hit my fucking ear and almost screamed i saw and uh, number one, if her flag breaks, oh, I, theme here. I'd like to Fucking say horrible Luke show. suggested that show. I already apologized and okay, said that I suggested. Let's get it. the story straight. Let's let's. How did this come about? How did how did this show that seemingly seemed super good turn into this burning pile of shit? With I'll, the I'll just I'll just lay lay the foundation here, and then I'll let Luke take over because he's the one who lay the brought this upon. I think I think Luke. Before you start, I just think Luke has the most regret from this because he did recommend the show that is true so he, yeah you know being honest he's the responsible one here and we, we binged it too we all got together like it was a thing to do yeah yeah that, I, that okay. actually that that's into it so yeah occasionally on um i don't know like maybe once a month or something we'll all get together and we'll binge an anime and typically we'll do an anime that at least one person has seen so we had the idea we're like Let's watch something nobody has seen before. You know, that'd be a great idea. And, uh, Luke, what happened from there, buddy? Well, I was on Instagram, as you are, and I see scenes for, like, little just cute scenes from animes. And I was like, oh, I found this one called If Her Flag Breaks, and it looks interesting, and I feel like it'd be cool to watch. 
And I want to say, you all agreed to watch it. I take responsibility for bringing it up and pointing it out. You all agreed. You could have said no. Okay, but if we would have known what we were going to get, we would have disagreed. Exactly. I would have disagreed. I wouldn't have suggested if I knew what we were going to get. Somebody I... should have done his research. Uh, Dude, we you, all agreed you, not you, to. You cannot research something like this. No. It, we it all, just doesn't happen. We literally all agreed not to. Because we read the reviews afterwards, and they were 50-50 for some reason. And well, because the reviews at the end were like, yeah, it was a decent show, but the end kind of sucked. Or it was a decent show, but it was more like just a generic harem. And we were like, we're fine with that. We're just looking to watch something for fun. Not that it's good. And then we watched it and there's just no fucking setup for anything that happens in it. So the whole point of the show is this guy can see flags on the girl's heads like a fucking what fucking dating sim game whatever the fuck you want to call it i think it. he just sees them i think he just well, i mean it's power. like it's like how you would in like a dating yeah, game where yeah, like you can yeah. see like a death flag or a fucking doom fire whatever the fuck it's called i don't give a shit oh, no, the horny called. flag <laughs> <laughs> i see dude, four of them in this room <laughs> dude, dude it's the plot flag progression right flag she has the yandere flag whoa, whoa it's crazy kooky kooky and you're like all right that's pretty cool for a show mechanic i guess like he has to deal with being able to see their flags and prevent their deaths and shit like all right yeah that's pretty neat episode 10 comes around and we were watching it with our friend andy he fell asleep for one episode woke up and it was the matrix with flying cyclops birds in an angel boat and that is not anywhere near a fucking joke i could make when we say angel boat we don't mean like 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 a boat with like people on it that are angels we're talking about a boat with angel wings that fires a laser and goes like that it's like what the fuck it's not just any boat like you this it's a cruise liner a big ass cruise liner it's a carnival cruise liner (laughs) it's a it's a literal boat so episode nine ends with him at a concert with a girl who is a fucking idol for some reason and he breaks her flag and she falls in love with him or some dumb shit like that and then Fucking Laplace's demon uses Zawaru to freeze time and then takes him into the Matrix where he's meant to fight birdmen that are cyclopses and T-pose everywhere and shoot lasers at him. And that is fucking something that just happens. There's no, no explanation as to why. And you may be wondering, where does Laplace's demons come, demon come from? Fucking nowhere. We don't know. He, this this little lolly just shows up in episode 10, like, out of nowhere. They're not in any of the plot before the show. It's just like, oh, no, it's Laplace's demon. And it's just there. <laughs> and when he's in the Matrix, when he gets teleported there, you see him, when, like, when he first gets there, and there's no, like, oh, shit, what do I do? He gets teleported in the Matrix with the boats and the T-posing birdmen. And he's like, we got six birdmen coming in. They're coming in from the right. The viruses are coming. I have to use my special abilities and the friends we made along the way to take these things out and fight the angel boat. Go burr. That was the plot. And then it's then determined that he can just give death flags to the birdmen. He can just say, oh, you're dead now and they die. And somehow that's draining on him. Have no fucking clue. All he's just like is puts his hand up and they die. And it's like, you're just not doing anything. And then it goes into a fucking timeline crossover bullshit 
was in a simulation. Where, where it turns out that the friends that whose flags he was breaking were actually friends of his in the past because he was some kind of like medieval knight or some shit. And they were all like his fucking harem of bullshit. But it was not real because he was in the future and it's a simulation. It wasn't real because he was in the future, but Angel Boat was a boat that they were on that caught on fire and they were all trapped under a rock and Laplace's demon was like, hey, I can help you, but you have to break flags now. And he's like, I don't know what that means, but okay, I guess just save my friends. And then he's like, oh, death flags. They're gone, and then they lived, and that's how it got to where we were, I guess. Everybody nice and clear on this plot? Uh, well, I have one more thing to add. <laughs> uh, the entire show, up to episode 10, is a dream, and he was in a coma the entire time. Just saying. It was a banger. It was, it was not a dream. It. it was not a dream, and he was not in a coma. He was in a fucking simulation created by Laplace's demon. He's true. And that's he right. had to hunt down the viruses, which is what the Birdmen were. And his biggest love interest, the one we were all rooting for, was his sister. That's the icing on the cake. It, that is the icing on the cake. And the worst cake. part was, he got turned on at a wet t-shirt concert contest that she won. And it was hot. Yeah, I will, I will say that show. Up to episode 10, you know, not that bad. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. It's not great. Fun to watch. Fun to watch for 10... I'd say nine episodes, because ten is where just shit hits the fan. Ten is where Lolly shows up. She's like, ooh, time has stopped. You need to stop the viruses. And then, like, and then, like, the characters that he's been breaking flags for and falling in love with him notice that he's gone, but he's in a simulation. But not all of them know he's gone. Some of them have, like, their memories wiped or some shit, and only one of them remembers him. His sister. And it was his sister. And then she was like... Yo, this guy existed, I guess. I know I need to wrap it up, but this is fucking... I'm, it, I'm, I hate it it's, so much. It's seriously infuriating. Like, do not waste your time on this show. Do not do it. We cannot stress that enough. It is fucking garbage. Good entertainment. You have done a horrible job at creating something. Unless you, you want to sponsor be, us. Unless you want to sponsor us. Then we're in. I will, you, but you should be ashamed for this show. But it sponsor us also. I will praise Valex love till the day I fucking die. Quasar Stigmata and if her flag breaks can die in a fucking hole. Fuck you, Hood. All right, so... <laughs> Unless you want to sponsor us. <laughs> so you understand that not to watch that show. So let's let's kick it off. We're, we're nearing the end here. We get, we're we're going to end on a fun note. We're not going to end with Angel Boats or T-Posing Birdmen. <laughs> uh, we'll end with some fun questions for the boys. So uh, last week, Jonathan did the questions. Hi, hi. This week, uh, I was in charge of the questions. And uh, we'll kick it off with number one. Remember, first hand I see goes up. You answer. You get a point. Whatever. So question number one. What is the name of the safe haven in Darling and the Franks where the kids stay? Alex. Garden. Incorrect. What? Oh, no, it's Jonathan. not. Uh, the aviary? Incorrect. What? I thought it was a bird thing. No. You're on not. the right track. Oh. Um, you are very, very close. Yeah, I know it's a no, bird thing. That's where they went for the tests. Yeah. Um. Oh, dude, it's on the tip of my dong. My tongue. <laughs> it's on the tip dong. of my dong. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's, um, it's, um, the hen. <laughs> I don't remember. Can you give me a hint what it starts with? Um. Okay, so. Just the, like the letter. I have a B. A B? B. Birdcage. 
This man's close. Damn it. Bird nest. He I, got it. Fuck yeah. What? I don't remember that. Yeah, reason. that's what I saw online. Maybe I'm oh, wrong. I think it was the aviary. Someone find the answer for me. <laughs> Gee, nice research. Anyway, I mean, you guys all had like the theme of bird. So I'll, I'll give you all one point. Okay, I'll take one point. You finding anything there, bud? I'm going to be honest. People at this table might hate me. Darling in the Franks doesn't even crack top five for me. I... Okay, I think that's, that's respectable. There's there's a lot not to like about that show. Well, it's not that. It's that, like, you guys haven't seen Is It Wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon or anything like that, and that show is definitely far better than Darling in the Franks, in my opinion, at least. I was going to say, watch your tongue. No, in my opinion, it's Watch your it tongue around this table. Better. It's far better just because it's it's more fun, but it does have, like, Andy, the isn't it plantation? Yeah. <laughs> No, because they call it a name. I remember they call it a name. Well, okay, either oh, way. Yep, no, yeah, that's true. They were placed in the bird nests following the downfall of Ape. Uh, yep, there we go. Bird nest. Nailed we did it. our research. I did mine, I guess. Uh, question number two. It's a high school DXD question. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, what does DXD in high school DXD stand for? Dude, I was... I literally Down just... and dirty. <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> I literally was just thinking about this like last week. These are hard, aren't they? They are the very difficult. Demons and deities. You're, Luke is on the right track. Fuck. He is definitely close. I'm trying to think of like a lewd word demon. that starts with D. I mean, low key, you should be able to get it. Like if you think about what Luke said and then think about the show, Dungeons and Dragons, you are close as fuck. What is Rios Grimmery? Demons and dragons. Demons and devils. Devils and yeah, devils so, and dragons. You're look, got it. Oh, uh, what? Is, uh, devils X Dragon. Yeah. Oh, it's, he says he the, says the red, red dragon. dragon. Yeah. Uh, technically, uh, DXD is, is is an anti-terrorism faction. Devils and dragons. Wow. Uh, okay, next one's a fun one. That was a How one. old is Maple from Nekopara? From Nekopara? Oh, shit! Yes. I know this one. Oh, she's oh god. Anybody oh, in cat God. years or human years? Well, we're gonna go with human years. Well, okay, well, I yeah, know she's years. older than Cinnamon. How old is Cinnamon? Old. I'd put Cinnamon. Maple's the oldest. Yeah, Maple's no, the oldest. No, Azuki's the oldest. You sure? Yes. Yeah, it's Azuki. Azuki's the oldest. Oh yeah, Azuki is the oldest. Um, Maple's second oldest. If I'm just going off a glint, like just a glizzy here, I'm gonna guess 16. Way off, buddy. Oof. Like in way human off. years? Yes. Like two. This man got it. <laughs> <laughs> Maple is two years old. How old is Cinnamon? Glizzy. Cinnamon. It's like six months. Yeah, I think um, Coconut is nine months. Coconut's got some fat Coconut's milkers. the youngest. I was confused with Coconut and Cinnamon. Um. Okay, next one. Hold a, on. Cinnamon. He's, he's fact-checking Cinnamon how old Cinnamon is. is. Cinnamon's two years old. Cinnamon is most. I, I would assume most of them are around the same age. Yeah, I would too. Besides, it's, like coconut and uh, Azuki, is yeah, maple and yep, cinnamon. they're both two years old. Because yeah. Azuki's what? She's like six, isn't she? I don't think she's that old. I don't know either. How no. old is Azuki? Go far. She's three. Three. Azu three. Well, a little bit off. We're close. All right. Next Wait, question. How old is oh that? My human god. Years? <laughs> that? That's human years. That's oh human my years. god. <laughs> if we're going cat years. 
It's all right. It's all right. No, they're not. They're it's not, not okay. Right. No, it's just, just pretend a... like it, it doesn't matter. They're okay, yeah, it doesn't matter. They're drawings. Cool. We're going to move yeah. on. Uh, what does Toradora mean? What the hell? Oh, I mean, it, it doesn't have like a direct translation. Well, then how the fuck would I know? All right, so it, there's actually hints here. Vanilla like, salt. No. <laughs> uh, Tiger's nickname has a big thing to do with it. On top tiger? Yeah. Tiny tiger? Nope. Tiger. Dora. Tiger dragon. Dora. Luke got it. Tiny dragon. Tiger dragon. Oh my god. Because he was the dragon because dra- dragons can stand Luke's beside tigers. Luke really is ringing dinksters. Bam. He's hitting them out of the park. I know dumb got? shit. Wait. <laughs> Bro, I think I just deleted my notes. No way. <laughs> oh my god. Shake your phone and then look at it. Undo. There is no undo. Do you not have shake to undo? Okay, I... Uh, I think there was like one more question. There were two more, I think. Bruh. I remember the last one. Bruh. So I guess we're just doing like, what was that? Six or five questions? Yeah. Okay. I think Luke's winning. Luke is definitely winning. This Can this be one. double or nothing? This is going to be a million points. Okay. Whoa. So nothing mattered up till now. <laughs> yep, exactly. Nothing just like, just like every yeah, other. Just like every anime ever where there's a contest. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so last question. What is Honoka's favorite food from Love Live? School Idol Project. I've never seen Love Live. You don't have to see it because no one's going to get it. Pudding. I don't remember. Favorite cake. It's not well, cake. Well, no one's going to get it. It's not bread. Spaghetti. It's not rice. It is neither of those. She likes but some spaghetti. It's not spaghetti. Somebody took like? a my spaghetti. What the fuck did Honk like? I don't know. Because she, she lives in a bread shop, right? Yep. Don't she always it. eats yep. rice. Yep. Dude, I am really struggling. Ice cream. It's not ice cream. Fuck. Can you give us a hint? Um. The the Japanese word for it starts with an I. 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 Strawberries. It is strawberries. Ichigo. Ichigo. Oh, good job giving the hint to the Where? only guy that knows Japanese. If you knew Ichigo's name from Darling in the Franks, everyone calls her a little strawberry. But yeah, dude, she was subscribe? named after her number. But Ichigo yeah, means but strawberry. Yeah, but everyone on the subreddit calls her a little strawberry. I'm going to hurt you. Well, so it looks like the winner is Alex. Whoa, yeah. look at that. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. You guys are just jelly. You guys just I don't won. watch anime. Hey. I got three out of the four questions. All of you can lick Mama Joe balls. Like, Luke, I'll give you a little bit of the prize winning stories. Because you're the only guy that's man enough to watch Clan Sounds good. All right. Well, I'm guys. Scrumble your Nifkin. Thank you. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> All right, guys, that's all for episode of today. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, please email us at the Hello Harum podcast at gmail.com. We'll be coming back with you next week. So stay tuned and uh, have a good day.